The following is a class on the Bhagavad Gita as it is. Ninth chapter, text number 4 through 7. Given by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Recorded in October of 1966 in New York. So, this uh, verse we have discussed last day. Uh, the Lord says that they, all the universal planets, they are resting on my energy. The weightlessness energy, according to the modern uh, materialistic science, how it is possible that weightlessness we cannot manufacture. It is by nature's law, or, uh, of course, modern scientists, they take nature as the supreme, but Bhagavad Gita, or the uh, persons who are theistic, they do not take nature as the supreme. Supreme is the Lord. Behind the nature, there is Lord. We will find in the Bhagavad Gita, Maya Dhakshena Prakriti Svyate Sacharacharam Petunanena Kauntya Jagadvi Parivattate. The Lord says, Maya Dhakshena, Maya Dhakshena means under my superintendence. Under my superintendence. So, Material nature cannot play such wonderful thing unless there is hand behind it, the Lord's hand. That is to be accepted. You cannot see, you cannot give an example where material things are automatically working. There are no such example in your experience. Uh, matter is inert without spiritual touch. There is no possibility of acting. Matter cannot act automatically. Just like you take, for example, a nice arrangement of machine, wonderful, but unless a person touches that machine, machinery. It cannot work. It cannot work. And what is that person? That person is the spirit, the driver, the engineer. He is a spirit. So without spiritual touch, oh, nothing can move. It is simply ignorance that is said that matter is moving automatically. No. That is not possible. You cannot show any example uh, within your experience 
or in the history that matter is moving automatically. No. So, the Lord says that all these planets, all these universe, they are resting on my impersonal energy. So his energy is impersonal, but he is personal. He is personal. We have so many examples in our experience that a person, by his energy, he can uh, play wonders by his energy. But still, the person remains as person. Uh, because he is expanding energy in various ways, he does not become impersonal. So if an ordinary man in this world, he can expand his energy in various ways, and at the same time he can remain a person, why not the Supreme Personality of Godhead? So, that, that impersonal feature of the Lord is his energy. But the Lord Himself is a person. Nitya nityana chetana chetanana. Just like we are person, so He is also person. But He is the Supreme Person. We are all dependent person. That is the difference. He is the Supreme Person. <coughs> the Lord says again, now he can say, though Lord he may be overburdened because he is bearing so many, just like with our material conception, just we see, we have seen the picture of Atlas, one stout man is uh, is uh, bearing a big planet on his head. So we may think, though Lord is bearing so many big, huge planets on his shoulders, he must be stout. No. The Lord says, Nacha masani bhutani phusami jogamai saram. Although they are in my energy, still they are not in me. This is my mystic power. Pasame Jogamaisaram. Bhuta Vit Nasabhutasta Mamatma Bhuta Bhavana. I am maintaining all these living entities. Bhuta Vit, Bhutasta, and my energy is all pervading. Still, uh, I am not there. Tatsame Jogamaisaram. This is his mystic power. Nanu Ati Guru Mabharam Bhatasti Mahana Kheda Sadhiti Chittaha Ghatadu Udaka Ani Eva Bhara Bhutani Cha Bhutani Sanskritani Maina Santi Karihi Maskani Sadhu Bhutani Tukti Virudheti Chittatraha Pasheti So this is the wonderful power, inconceivable power. That he is in everywhere 
but he still he is aloof. He is aloof from that place. We can feel his energy, but we cannot see because in this material life we cannot see. But when we develop our spiritual quality, we sanctify our senses. Then even within his energy we can see. Take for example, just like electric power uh, is transmitted everywhere, there is wearing. Now, if some electrician is there, he can take electric power from anywhere and utilize electricity. Similarly, his energy is spread all over the universe. When we uh, are transcendentally situated, just like the, when we become the electrician, then from anywhere we can see God, I to us. Vemanyana-śurita bhakti-vilochanena, that uh, creation, spiritual, spiritualization of the senses is possible by devotion and service and love. Vimanyan Shurita Bhakti Bilochanina Santas Sadaiva Ridayesu Bilokai. Therefore, as the Lord says, Maya Tadamidam Sadmam Jaradam Bhakta Mutina. The Lord is all pervading all over the universe. Therefore, He is within the stove, He is within the earth, He is within the water, He is within the earth, everywhere. Therefore, if we make an image of God from anything, either of water, either of stone, either of anything, that is not doll. That is also God. If we have got sufficient devotion, that image also will speak with me. Because God is everywhere. Maya tatamitam sadmam. Uh, I am spread all over impersonal, but if we make his personal form from anything, either from the uh, stone or from earth or from wood or from anything, or if we may create an image of God within myself, there are eight kinds of images recommended in the Shastra, in the Vedic literature. So any kind of images can be worshipped because God is everywhere. You can say that why God should be worshipped in images, not in His original form, spiritual form. Yes. That may be a question. But I cannot see spiritual form, that is my difficulty. My senses are so imperfect that I cannot see God immediately in His spiritual form. Therefore, out of His causeless mercy, He appears before you as you can see Him. We cannot see just now with our material eyes except stone, 
are put something tangible. Therefore, he becomes. These forms are called archavata, incarnation of archa. Uh, conveniently presented by the Supreme Lord so that we can actually see. But the result will be that in the image, if you concentrate your energy and if you love and offer your, uh, I mean, say, devotion, that will be responding, even from that image. There are many instances. Very uh, many, many instances. I'll cite one uh, story, which is a very interesting story. If you go to India, you'll find one nice temple in Urisha. It is called the Temple of Witness Gopal, Sakhi Gopal. Witness Gopal. This Gopal was situated in a temple at Vrindavan. Now two Brahmins, one young and one old, they went to visit Vrindavan, the place of pilgrimage. And the old man, because at that time there was no railway, the journey was very hard see. The old man felt very obliged. And he began to say to the young man, My dear boy, he has done so much uh, nice service to me, I am obliged to you. So I must return that uh, service. Uh, I must uh, give some reward. So the young man said, Oh, my dear sir, you are old man, uh, you are just like my father. So it is my duty to serve you, to give you all comforts. I don't require any reward. Formerly the boys were so gentle, and still there are many boys like that. So <coughs> the old man also thought that, no, I am obliged to you, I must reward you. So he promised that uh, I shall get you married with my youngest daughter. Now the old man was a very rich man. And the young man was not rich, he was poor, although he was Brahmin, learned. So he says, that you are promising, you don't promise this, because your kinsman, your family man will not agree. I am poor man, and you are rich man, you are aristocratic. So it will be not, this marriage will not take place. Don't promise in that way before the deity. It is uh, not good, because deity is there. But he was found faith that Krishna is hearing, and because the talks were going on in the temple. So it will not be fulfilled. No, because the old man becomes still more persistent, although my daughter I shall offer you, who can forbid me? So in this way, when they came back, one day the old man proposed to his eldest son that uh, your youngest sister should be married with that boy that I promised. Uh, the, the eldest son of that old man become very angry. Oh, how you have selected that boy to be husband of my sister? Uh, he is unfit, he is poor man, he is not so educated. Oh, this cannot take place. Uh, he, he, he did not agree. Then the mother of the girl, he came to the old man. 
Oh, if you get my daughter married with that boy, then I shall commit suicide. Now the old man is perplexed. <clears throat> then one day the boy was anxious that the old man promised before the deity. Now he is not coming. So he one day came to his house. Well, my dear sir, you promised before the Lord Krishna and you are not fulfilling your promise. How is that? The old man was silent because you are saying to Krishna that I am now perplexed. If I persist in offering this daughter to this boy, now there will be great trouble in my family. So you are silent. So in the meantime, the eldest son came out and he began to call it off. You, you plundered my father in the place of pilgrimage. You gave him some LSD or something, intoxication. In. <laughs> you took all the money from my father. Now you say that he has promised to offer you my younger sister, you fool. He began to say like that. Then all the neighboring gentlemen, they know what is the trouble. Here there is so much howling. Ah, this is the do you think, sir, that this boy is fit for my sister? We are aristocratic the family and this or that, so on. So, the young man said, the young man could understand, the old man is still agreeable, but this, uh, his sons and family members, as he suggested, they are not agreeable. So he explained the whole thing before all the gentlemen who came, uh, that this is the fact. Now he promised, now, for the sake of his son and wife, he cannot fulfill his promise. Uh, this was the promise before the law. But in the meantime, uh, the old man's uh, elder son was atheist. He uh, voluntarily says, Well, if your God comes and gives witness, then I shall offer my sister to But he was confident that God will come. He said, Yes. I shall ask God, I shall ask Krishna to come and give witness. So, now before all gentlemen this was done, then the young man said, all right, let us now come to agreement that I shall call Krishna from Vrindavan to give witness in this matter. And when he comes, he will have to. All the other gentlemen, they also persisted, so there was some agreement. So, this boy went again to Vrindavan, this Gopal, and he prayed that, sir, you have to go with me. Ah, he was so staunch devotee, just like talking with friends. Ah, he did not think that is a statue. It is image. He said, God, that was his conviction. So God said, ah, how do you think that a statue can go with you? I am a statue. I cannot go. Ah. Then this boy replied, Well, if a statue can speak, he can go on. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> then uh, Krishna said, All right, I shall go with you. Ah. Then there was some arrangement uh, that you will not see me, but I will go with you. Ah. I will go with you, and you, hear, you will hear the sound of my. Uh, nopur. A nopur is a, an instrument which is fixed up in the leg of Krishna. It sounds a chin, 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 just like. So, 
he was going with him and <coughs> daily he was offering some food stuff, uh, uh, taking arms from the village. In this way he was coming. But when he came in the uh, precincts of the village, of his own village, he could not hear uh, the sound of the nupur. So he saw that, oh, where is Krishna? He saw that statue is there. Uh, the statue is standing. So he informed all the villagers that the uh, Lord has come uh, to be witness. And it is, it is about some thousands of years before this thing happened. People were uh, convincing, yes, there was no such a big statue. This boy could not bring. Uh, so they believed. And uh, there was a temple constructed by the king of that country. And still that temple is there. And uh, it is named, the Lord is named as Sakhi Gopal. Sakhi Gopal, Gopal means, Gopal is the name of Krishna's boyhood. So, because he came to be witness in that controversy, so that temple is still there. So, the whole idea is the statue, statue because God is everywhere. So he is also in statue. God is everywhere. How can you say that he is not in statue? He is also in statue. So, it is my devotion. It is my qualification that I can induce that statue to speak with me. <laughs> Just as the same, if I am electrician, then I can fit any electrical um, instrument or machine or light from the uh, electric energy which is all over. Similarly, uh, God's energy, He is present everywhere. When we are advanced in spiritual and consciousness, then we can see God as people. So He is everywhere and He is not everywhere also. Just like you have got this post box. The post box means the post office. You put your letter, it will go to the destination. Because it is authorized. Similarly, the authorized deity established in a temple that is worshipped by thousands and thousands of men in India still. There was an occasion to worship the temple of Jagannath at Puri. In one day, about 600,000 people assembled there. In one day. So still, India, they have got this faith and they worship the deity in the temple. There are thousands and thousands of temples and they receive the result. They are happy. So, if we are prepared to accept these things and do according to the devotional rules and regulations, then it is possible for us to see God anywhere and everywhere. It requires our own qualification. But at the same time, nacha-mat-sāni bhūtāni pasyami yoga-maiṣyaram. Bhūta-vit nacha-bhūta-stam mamātmā bhūta-bhāvuna. So, 
that energy is spread all over the uh, universe, all over the world, and by his energy he can present anywhere and everywhere, but at the same time he is not in everywhere and everywhere. Oh. The conclusion is, when his devotee is there, he can uh, manifest himself in everywhere and anywhere, but when there is no devotee, he is not there. All this energy is there. Uh, there are many instances for Lord Maharaj. Uh, he, he saw uh, Krishna from the uh, pillar. Uh, there was, that's a long story, I shall decide some other day. So, God can manifest Himself from anywhere and everywhere because He is presented. But He requires my qualification to see. He requires my qualification. If I am qualified enough, Rimaan and Surita Bhakti below if I have developed such consciousness, such love, transcendental love for God, then I can see Him everywhere and any place. From picture, from statue, in statue, without picture, within myself, in air, in water, everywhere I can see. He is giving a nice example here. Jathākāsa sito nittaṁ vāyu sarva-trabho mahāṁ tathā sarvāṇi bhūtāṇi mahāṇi tu vadhāraya He says, jathākāsa sito nittaṁ vāyu the air is situated in the sky. Uh, everyone knows it, that air is uh, passing or blowing within the sky. And nittaṁ-vāsabhatra-go-mahāṁ, and it is blowing everywhere. You cannot find out any place where there is no, no air. Uh, if you want to drive out uh, yeah, then you have to make by machine, by vacuum, they are tight. Otherwise, air is everywhere. Jathākāsa-sito-nitsana-vāyu-sarvatra-go-mahāṁ As the air is spread all over, anywhere. Similarly, tathā-sarvāṇi-bhūtāṇi-mastāṇi-tu-gudhāraya uh, Similarly, everything that is there, that is existing, uh, it is within me. It is within me. Sarvabhūtāni kaunteya prakitiṁ jānti māmika. And when this manifestation, material manifestation is dissolved, then where does it take place? Where does it go? He says, Sarvabhūtāni kaunteya prakitiṁ jānti māmika. My prakriti, my nature. My nature is manifested and when uh, the time is Finish that nature is hunda. Kalpakhaye punastani kalpado visjani aham. In this way, at a certain interval, this material manifestation is exhibited and again it is hunda. This material manifestation is uh, sometimes it is created and sometimes it goes into the nature of the law. Uh, 
But spiritual creation is not like that. <coughs> spiritual creation is permanent. In the material creation, everything is temporary, non-permanent. Just like this body. This body is created. Uh, take for example, in our personal self, we are spiritual spark, uh, fragmented. Uh, we have several times discussed this point that we are all spiritual spark, fragmental part of the Supreme Law. As we are creating our body, and it is finishing, and again I am creating my body, and again finish. That is a fact. I have created this body, you have created your body. Uh, you are a small particle, atomic, physical portion. And when you are put into the womb of your mother, you get your body and develop. Everything is developing like that. Similarly, as we are developing our own body, uh, unless the spiritual spark is there within the body, the body will not develop. Uh, the, this example we have given several times. The child comes out. If the child is dead, no, it will not develop. But if he has got life, if the spiritual spark is there, the child goes to a man. Similarly, the whole universe, the whole material uh, manifestation, they are going on the presentation, on the, uh, I mean, the presence of the Supreme Law. As we have got our spiritual presence within this body, similarly, this universe is also containing the God's representative as Paramatma. Kirodasai uh, Vishnu, that information we get. Due to his presence, the material existence is there. Just due to my presence, the body is existing. And as soon as I am out of this body, the body will go to hell. Similarly, this material manifestation is due to the presence of God. Otherwise, there is no such existence. So, sometimes he manifests and sometimes he does not. This is going on. Similarly, I wound up. Uh, it goes to me. Again, kalpatthayapunasthanvi kalpadu visyamaham. Then after certain intervals, when there is again kalpa, each creation is called a kalpa. Kalpantasthayana guna. Each creation is called a kalpa. So there are many kalpas. We can, cannot calculate. What is the age of one kalpa? Uh, one hint is there in the Bhagavad Gita that in each kalpa, uh, one day a Brahma, uh, that Sahasaju, uh, Sahasajugapajantam Marhajat Brahmanabhudu, uh, 400,000, uh, 43, uh, 4300,000 of years. Uh, into one thousand, that makes one day a Brahma. Uh, similarly, he lives for hundred years, and after each hundred years, the kalpa is finished, and again another kalpa begins. That is the calculation from the literature. Hmm.